0: Welcome to The step over, the Ottawa-based, uh, Ottawa-focused soccer podcast that puts out episodes, you know, whenever I feel like it. Uh, I'm your host, Josh Lemoyne, and Atletico Ottawa season is kicking off pretty soon, Saturday, June 26th, so fans are excited about that. And I'm not going uh, to say, you know, not too long after the club was announced, uh, uh, there's a new supporters group that announced itself as well. Um, so in the absence of actual games to go to, the Capital City Supporters Group, or CCSG, uh, has been making its presence felt online and uh, i'm joined by eddie bin hin uh, who's been on the show before and for some reason i invited him back um but he's here this time as a member of ccsg but he's also joined by fellow members thomas stockton and daniel duff fellas welcome to the show
1: i'm um, happy much, to be man. back
0: right on nice to
1: have us on. Uh, can i just say before we go any further like you are arguably the first canadian that i've met that hasn't called me thomas stocking and you pronounced that t that came after my k and uh, you're now one of my favorite human beings <laughs> i try i try my best you know um so you guys
0: talked on uh your season preview a bit about haircuts uh now you're both looking good but maybe like a little shaggy um have you guys been doing much uh, uh doing much in the way of like haircuts during lockdown like how you guys been kind of taking care of yourselves
1: I'll let Eddie go first with this one because he's always the one that looks fresh. Um, always. I
2: mean, the breaks between the lockdowns, whenever those happen, I just try to get a haircut and try to make them last until the next break. But right now my hair is kind of look like a mess, but just some conditioner, shampoo, and, you know, look fresh for the live shows. That's all that matters. It's looking good.
1: It's looking good. <laughs> Daniel's got a secret weapon, though.
3: Yeah, I, I, I cut my own hair and then I get my wife to, uh, you know, trim it all up afterwards, too, so... Um, beautiful you know, yeah what uh i, I got i am do i got the malcolm shaw treatment you know i can uh I, I, I cut my own hair and and i i keep offering to to do it for eddie but he just won't he won't let me do it he won't let me touch his hair so you know might have to do it one night after after the pub or something nah, no way no way after after the pub you want to go before the pub i think yeah gonna... <laughs> i can't
2: betray
0: my barber like that come on that's it that's it
1: thomas what about you uh yeah sort of the same as any sort of between lockdowns hence why i keep going from having like a relatively nice haircut to an absolute mop on my head my uh, <laughs> when i was when I was unemployed, my girlfriend would would cut it a little bit. She hated the process. There's tears involved. She's worried she's doing something negative to my hair. <laughs> like I don't I don't have a big affiliation with my hair, so it doesn't bother me that much. But since I uh, since I got a job back again uh, in last October, she's um, she's been a lot more reluctant to take the clippers to my head, which is a shame. Uh, as the opening of the barbers keeps getting pushed back. Yeah, it's yeah, across the river now the borders have
0: opened. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, to start, there's probably a lot of people wondering uh, who is uh, the Capital City Supporters Group, uh, and and like, even people who maybe aren't familiar with soccer culture, like or you know football culture. Um, can you just give a give us a bit of a rundown on uh, like who or what
3: CCSG is? Open I got to,
1: We've got to let the founder go for this one. The, uh, yeah.
3: Well. well, I mean, it, it's sort of an, it's an evolving philosophy, but we're, you know. You know, obviously, as Ottawa's newest and you know, most active supporters group, we believe that it's, you know, the responsibility to help create the best fan-forward atmosphere on match day. Um, and we aim to reinvent what traditional supporters culture is by creating sort of additional excitement and, and, and you know, enthusiasm and, and brand awareness with our uh, digital content throughout the year. And the best way to do it is to create content for fans by fans, Um, And that creates a level of engagement, uh, a level of creativity, and a level of kinsmanship uh, amongst our members um, that you probably wouldn't find in a lot of other places. So it's a very unique philosophy. We're we're still very, very young, but uh, we're a very ambitious supporters group that... um, you know, we see match day uh, and, and the bells and whistles to go with that as, as the ground level. And we want to uh, expand on, you know, supporters' culture, which we feel and we've seen as rabid, you know, Premier League supporters or Syria or what have you. Now we got Euro on um, supporters. Everybody's got a team. You know, we think supports' culture is 24 7. And, uh, you know, we're, we're aiming to create the spark. Um, that that will lead to a fireworks display of of fan support here in the city because not only does this new club deserve that, but the city deserves it as well because we, um, you know, we 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 had a we had a rough breakup our last football club and um, we need to do everything we can and more to make sure that the roots are firmly planted in the Ottawa sporting landscape for Athletico Ottawa and um, it was put up or shut up time and that's sort of how the group sort of came to fruition in the sense was you know I was on my way home on the train I got the email uh, from the club that it had folded and I swore to myself that in that moment that I like you know if there's anything that I could do to you know, if there's ever a, another chance to have another kick at the can, if we had another sporting um, club uh, in in Ottawa, a football club in Ottawa, that I would do everything that I I could. Um, I just moved from Toronto um, prior, so I, I you know I wasn't heavily involved with with the Fury uh, um, club, to be completely honest with you. But now that I've relocated to Ottawa and I've been here for a while. Um, you know, this was a great opportunity to get everybody involved. And, um, you know, the rest is sort of the train has left the station, so to speak.
0: Right on. Um, so, yeah, so something I think that uh, really seems to to set CCSG apart from, you know, other supporter groups, um, like maybe across the league, uh, is there really seems to be this big focus on content creation and like really covering the team, um, you know, video content, written pieces. Um, why has that been such a focus and is that something that's done uh, by supporter groups elsewhere? Like, like, was there a particular inspiration by, uh, by having that focus?
3: Yeah. So, I mean, one of the things that uh, I am not a Gunners fan, but one of the things that, that they have done, Eddie and, has been very and Thomas. Yeah. Really? You Palace fan yeah the, the, but i, I, I can't smack that. talk <laughs> palace fans can't do that yeah i'm a pompey supporter so you know we you know, it, it we're hurting yeah um, yeah but didn't uh, exist? yeah yeah there was a while there was a while there yeah there's a while there where that was uh, uncertain either but um no, we I, I like what the fan base was doing in, in London uh with the Arsenal um fans, and they sort of inspired me to do more and 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 you know be creative. Um I personally think that you know, like I said, just creating content and engagement is sort of the way that the world is going now. And you know, it was always part of the ethos of what the supporters group was going to be. It was sort of untapped landscape uh, in the supporters landscape here in Ottawa. I've, I felt like it was open season and fair territory to to go out and 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 do it. So I literally headhunted Thomas and Eddie um, for that specific reason was to create content in the off season after the Island Games. Just bottom um, of the barrel, eh? yeah right no yeah no not 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 even in the not even remotely now these are extremely creative talented guys that put everything they have into what they do and this has turned into in terms of creativity um like a kind of a rock band like this is you know, we, we, you know, it's not always easy band practice isn't always flawless. And there's, you know, there's give and take for everything, but there's a chemistry that we've developed over the last year that seems to really facilitate everyone's roles um, and maximizes them to the fullest. So everyone gets to do what they want to be able to do and excel at, at, at it. And, you know, this digital content is not only it, it helps it helps create and generate enthusiasm for the club, which is its main um, purpose, of course. Uh, And, and it also, you know, it it allows us to, to flex our creative muscles as individuals who, who love to produce this type of content anyways. I mean, I have a film background. Thomas is, is, is a, is a journalist. Uh, Eddie is, is going to school for just the same. And he's, I mean, he's, he's the only person that's in this sort of triad here that isn't an expat of some sort. So, you know, he's the local guy that has all the connections that knows everything. And Thomas is the journalist that knows how to handle himself in front of a live camera and be the most inquisitive person that that they can. And I like to make things, you know, I like to wrap things in a pretty little bow and and package it and sell it to, to everybody else. So it, it, it's been it's been really fun doing this and um, the, you know we're, we're happy that people are, are enjoying the content. We're happy that they're consuming the content uh, and we love that the club is, is growing uh, ever more eager to participate in, in the content that we create. Fantastic.
0: Um, so have you received any kind of feedback uh, from the league and you know the club uh, with your efforts so far.
1: And you're in a bizarre box. Who are you pointing to? Yeah,
0: and yeah, you're kind of in the bottom corner. You just pointed yeah, outside sorry, our screen.
1: Yeah,
3: like everybody, you know, I feel like we're, this is a Smashing Pumpkins interview where I'm taking all the questions. All right. Um, me? I mean, yeah, um, we've,
2: yeah. We, we've uh, gotten some feedback. Um, Marty Thompson from the Canadian Premier League wrote an article about us um and he he follows us uh, a lot of journalists do follow capital city when we were doing the teasers for the new signings we got a lot of feedback there of people trying to figure out who what our teasers were uh but yeah we've getting a lot of feedback the team is pretty helpful you know giving us interviews and players and from we had fernando which these two kept a secret from me but that's a different story but yeah we've been getting a lot of feedback we appreciate it we're just going to keep trying to become better in everything we do yeah so you didn't know enough. fernando was going to join eh So, I mean, I had a feeling because, I mean, who else? Like, a special guest is coming. I'm like, okay, it's either Mista or Fernando.
1: I'm like, I think Fernando is. So, And he showed up, and I was right. It's one of those things where, like, the the connection didn't come overnight either. I mean, like, I got on board with Capital City towards the tail end of the Island Games, and Eddie came on board not long after that (laughs) as well. And um, there was all those months beforehand, it wasn't just Daniel sitting idly by. It was uh he's a he's a charismatic guy as he said he's worked in the film industry knows how to build connections he knows where the connections should be built as well very like intuitive in that sort of sense and it was a case of uh he's a very as i said nice and approachable guy and you just you go to the viewing parties get conversations going and uh none of what we do today is given to us the club didn't turn around and go hey look ccsg you want to do stuff on Twitter, You like we're gonna give them stuff. That came because Daniel grinded, that came because Daniel put in connections, that came because, as Daniel said at the start, he didn't want another club to fold in the city. He wanted football culture to just keep growing. And to make that work, there was no one covering the club. The Canadian Premier League do what they can. But again, like the pandemic hit everyone, they don't have a ton of staff writers, they don't have a ton of money to do things. And the club themselves have just been established. They have no one in house for that either. So he saw a gap in the market, he decided he wanted to do something about it, and it all came because he's a nice approachable guy who, who knew what he wanted and he knew how to get it as well. And uh, at the end of the day, you have to be confident with your skills, and um, it, look, he could have been a total, pardon my language, but arse, uh, and the CCSG would not be where it is today, you know what I mean? Um, he yeah he grinded and like then having Eddie on board with his experience with six one three and the connections has been fantastic as well like he's getting better and better every month like it's one of those where still a young guy uh, he's got some areas to improve and he's got an attitude problem but apart from that um, uh, he sports a great football club and he's getting better every day so like yeah it's just it's real good fun as I said he said we're getting some good positive feedback but like nothing over the moon and nor would I expect it at the end of the day like. Um, there's just an element of we're just going to keep what we're doing. We don't do it for the praise. We do it because hopefully there's a few supporters out there who want content and they want to be able to read about their club and hey, CBC aren't doing it and Le Droit does it from time to time. In fairness, at least they do it. Uh, but no one, no one else is doing it. I come from a country where I turn on any newspaper's website and football is on the front page. And I was just like, uh, someone needs to, I need to like, be part of something that, that football is on the front page of.
3: It has been sort of interesting to see the, the – um, I don't know how to particularly articulate, my, articulate myself in this moment here, but it, but it, where you're right, the, there has not been – like there has not been a game at TD Place. And, you know, to me, a supporters club was supposed to support the club no matter what through thick and thin – and you know, this is, these have been absolutely ac- weird circumstances where this—the previous club had folded. This rabbit comes out of a hat from from Spain. The the pandemic hits. We've played eight games in PEI, and you know, the club needs all the help it can get in terms of brand awareness and 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 um, you know, sort of any notoriety or and support whatsoever so like there what other what other option is there to do other than sit on your hands so um we decided we that was not something that we were going to do and I'm you know these guys have been working you know lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of hours you know I mean I I don't want to speak for anybody here but you know it's it's turning into a part-time job you know Um,
0: I um yeah I mean uh you touched on A few points Uh, and like, I think it's, you know, I think it's great, especially like the video content and it's, and especially, you know, Thomas, like you said, like in the absence of, of traditional media coverage, um, like I think the kind of content that you're creating uh, is, is pretty necessary for, uh, for the growth of both the club and the league. Um, So I, like, I think everything that you guys are doing is, is fantastic. Um, now the most recent project, uh, uh, we did kind of touch on it on Tuesday. You had your 2021 season preview broadcast, uh, on, on, uh, uh, YouTube. Now, uh, I watched it twice. It was great. Um, except for Eddie's shirt. It was, it was great. Um,
3: and, and, uh, we asked him, we asked
1: him him to change. We were like, he did.
3: I'm not changing. And And he was adamant.
1: Yeah. Put something more chill on. And he was like, nah. No, I'm wearing my loud shirt, and I was like, "Well, this is a new style. Clearly, 2021 Eddie coming out of a pandemic." Yeah, is I know, Eddie. You, you were trying to frame field. this
0: as a bold shirt. I'm, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna side with like Thomas. It was, was a sweet. loud
1: shirt. Yeah, it was. He looked like he was on Gilligan's Island. You know. Uh,
3: okay, that's fine. There's
1: a there's a fine line <laughs> between there's a fine line between floral and Hawaiian, and yours was veering on the Hawaiian side, which just ain't cool.
2: Listen, the team came back from Spain. Hawaii's hot. Spain is hot i get it i get it oh, all right all right uh now is. you now right. packed no, a think, lot in, no, you sorry, packed I a lot into think, that hour i think sorry, we go need ahead. New,
1: i think we need a different segment with eddie which isn't bold shirts for bold statements it's tangible links like <laughs> in hawaii pack it in maybe that's the
3: game maybe that's the game show with like buzzers <laughs> tangible links with eddie ben <laughs> These two things gonna, are absolutely not related. It's, <laughs> it's, it's gonna, gonna get come, you on. Up, it, come up with a phrase that links the two. <laughs>
2: I'm purposely gonna buy more loud shirts now, just for this. You'll see me. Okay.
0: Do it. Do it, man. Okay, we'll get um, back here. <laughs> now you packed a lot into that hour. Uh you had uh midfielder Zach Verhoven join you, uh Director of Ticketing, Nick Ryan. Uh you had some fans. There's Johnny, Megan, and Brandon. Uh, and your special guest was uh, Fernando uh, from uh, the uh, CEO of uh, Atletico Ottawa. Um, uh, so how, how was it putting that all together? Uh, you know getting all those guests confirmed for this one hour special uh all those graphics like it seems like a big undertaking like how like how is that putting that all together
1: that's definitely that's definitely a dan question because essentially he he like points us in the right direction and eddie and i talk uh all of it all of it's dan like he's just a bloody workhorse he doesn't stop
3: well so daniel yeah. So, you know, I used to be a third assistant director in f- film business. And one of the things that you know, the responsibility that you would do is manage every you, you kind of in that role. You oversight. I'm not going to go in this. I'll give you the Coles notes version here. But the, the role encompasses you literally have your hands in every single pot, in every single department. You're responsible to make sure that every single department is ready to go when it's time to shoot you liaison to get film permits for locations, you have to work with law enforcement to make sure that there's off, paid off duty officers, you know, everything from props to actors to scheduling. It's, it's sort of, so like to me, this is just like on snooze, but it, it, it and I, no, but it is though, like, so like I, I, this is fun for me, you know, I really have a really great time uh, doing this, reaching out to everybody, you know, I'm, We've made some contacts with the club. Uh, You know, there's, there's, I. It's been a relationship that's been built uh, through trust and and loyalty and 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 you know, friendship too. Mutual respect, mutual respect for sure, for sure. That's the biggest one. Thanks, Thomas. And you know they have spoken to us and said, that, you know, they really appreciate what we're doing. And if there's an olive branch or anything in particular that they can be of help to us with, with our, you know, over e- excited uh, agenda, then they were happy to participate. So, you know, I reached out to the club and said, I really, you know, this, this is, this is the idea. This is what I want to do. I wanted to have, you know, I, I, at first I wanted to have the coach on to, to at the end to announce his starting eleven. Which would have been wicked, but um, you know he's kind of busy. <laughs> Just a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> kind of busy
0: right now. You got it's a dream, fun. though. You got a yeah. dream.
3: Yeah, so that's exactly it, right? So you you know you, you build the idea around a few ideas, which was how do we how do we after a year of being a supporters group with we we have literally have like new members signing up every single day. It's awesome. Um, I was like, how do we find a way to get these uh, fans engaged in our season preview? And involved, and involved and and how do we, you know, answer some questions that a lot of people have had in regarding to the tickets. This is an absolutely bizarre uh, ticket rollout. Um, one of the most weirdest that you'll ever see ever. And there's a lot of questions that a lot of people who have, you know, gonna spend their money on, they, they want them answered. So it's like things like that, we prioritize what was important to the average fan we prioritized what we wanted to see in it. And it was just, everybody kind of has a wish list and away a way I go, you know, that I wanted, you know, I want this this, this club plays downtown, this club plays in a city. I, I really wanted, you know, the sort of urban, you know, aesthetic, that we shot all the promos with the guys and stuff like that through the back alleys and the graffiti. So like that, that elaborated, allowed me to elaborate on what the design and the graphics were going to be for the whole show in terms of, you know, this thing is supposed to be urban and much music and alleyways and Rick Marcy, you know, like all that stuff. And it all just sort of comes together. Um, You know, I do digital communications now in Ottawa. Um, So it's sort of this weird, beautiful world where you're doing graphic design you're doing media relations and you're doing, um, filming segments. So like, it's just all comes together, but the guys, the guys basically tell me I'm full of it and then they just hack my idea to bits. And then we, then we go, uh, we go, uh, that
1: basically with what they want <laughs> yeah and like and we just sort of we just sort of figure out how how we're going like as I said dan has this big idea we talk about how we can make it work together like this isn't our first live video either you got to remember we eddie eddie dan and i put together a season review at the tail end of the island games when obviously we we're much smaller not like as popular at that point we'd all were all doing sort of our own thing and that was the season review for 2020 island games it was really the first time we'd we were like all right let's do this together and let's create something and uh, Uh, That was a bloody nightmare. It was an absolute nightmare. We we just like we tried to hit the ground running, and we tried to include so much stuff into it. We're using this program that Dan had selected, and like he hadn't really used it before, so he was producing all of it behind the scenes. These things aren't just thrown on automatically. Dan's like mixing this show behind the scenes, throwing on the graphics as we're talking, bringing guests on, pulling them off the screen. Like like it's there's a lot that's going into it at all times. And um, yeah, we weren't as big or as popular. So if you go and see, like I think the the only person uh, the only person we got on only person. Nick Ryan was on director of ticketing, an absolute babe. Um, <laughs> so like we had we had a great time doing it, but we came out of it and we're like, oh that was a little bit harder than I was expecting. And um, we've done a couple of videos since individually as well as together and Eddie's been doing a lot of stuff with six on three on the side and for me, this one was like the most polished one we've done and my realization as a presenter myself for something live like this. I mean, don't get me wrong, I do I do community television in my in my day job, like I'm kind of used to like being in front of the camera at this point after the last few years, but uh, live, I don't do live as much. I do a lot of things as live, but at the same time, I've still got this safety net of, oh, if I say something wrong, like I could swear right now and you're going to beat me out and we're quite all right. Um, but like, that's not, that's not so much the case on live and I think we tried to do too much maybe in, in the review and in the preview. We just incorporated more people and really just sort of gave them the platform, give the players the platform, give the fans, which is arguably the most important bit. I loved getting Zach on to for, the player, for the fans to be able to see him. But like my favourite bit was getting the fans on, getting Megan on, getting Johnny on, getting Brandon on. And like just having conversations about football. Like we wish we could have done in a pub in Ottawa for the last 12 months.
0: I hope we get there. Um, and uh, you're right. It was very polished. Um, it was a great presentation. Uh, you know, Daniel clearly did a great job behind the scenes. Uh, Eddie, the shirt aside did a great job. <laughs> uh, um, Thomas did a great job. Uh, I do have one issue though. I wanted to address with Thomas. I got a bone to pick with you. Uh, I'm going to go on a bit of a rant here. Um, now you said the word soccer. Okay. Oh, I know. How dare you? You said the word soccer in your preview. I kicked
3: him off the screen when he did it though, just for the record. No, hold on.
0: Hold on. <laughs> I think I might be alone here, but I'm I'm from Canada, and I'm a so- I'm am a soccer defender. Okay, now you, now when you said the word, it was like you you bit into a cookie expecting chocolate chips and getting raisins. That was the look on your face. Okay, now but I was raised with the word Canada, and rather than attack you for trying to sell you the word soccer, I want to invite you to feel comfortable using it from time to time. Okay, and let, so you're from the UK, is that right? Yes, indeed. Yeah. Okay. A hundred years ago, people from the UK brought that word, that beautiful word, soccer, over here. Okay, and gifted the word to Canada. I left it here, ingrained it in our culture. Now, I lived in England for for a little time, and when I was there, I participated in the local culture. You know, I went to shows in the West End. I tried prawn cocktail flavored chips.
1: A- amazing. Thank you kindly. They are walkers. not bad. The no, not real... bad.
0: The Marmite ones. I'm gonna. I'm going to forget those, okay? And while I acknowledge that football is also 100% correct, I want you to commit to, from time to time, here in Ottawa, calling the sport soccer. Can you do that?
1: I, w- I can do it. I can just cannot guarantee to, to like control my facial expressions. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. It's a little bit like, you know, when your stomach drops and your face just does something without you realizing. It was, it was one of those moments. It's just participating try, in a
0: local culture. That's all I'm saying, you know?
1: I'll all try right. on it. Well, in the next video, I use the word soccer. And uh, whilst I'm eating a beaver tail... That I'm was better,
0: know. by the way. That was better. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've had, a gla- I've had a glass of wine this evening. So it's oh, there you go, just, there you there go. go. A little bit more uh,
0: in <laughs> <there we> <laughs> So, the season preview covered a lot of bases, uh, but it didn't cover everything. So, i got a few questions that I'm going to put to all three, get everyone involved. Um, uh, so, the first question you got is, uh, by the end of the season, okay, who do you think is uh, going to be Ottawa's top goal scorer? Now, I'll start with Eddie. Oh, you got to oh. start with
1: Eddie. He had, he had bold statements about the strike. He isn't? did. Bold shirts, bold statements.
0: Eddie. Okay. I
2: mean,
1: it's hard now because I don't know
2: who's going to play. But, sure, sure.
0: If by by the end of the season, you know, all the season
2: 28 games, I really like lost. Um, Chantal Lawson, uh, he is going to score a lot of goals. If it's not him, the top goal scorer, I'm giving it to Webb, or you get two picks.
0: I'm, i that's true. That's kind of you're you're kind of hedging there.
1: Fine, Lawson is lost. Okay, thank you. All right, we'll go to Thomas next. Lawson's locked in, apparently. Um, I don't know i think like there's a really good point up front i'd really like to see malcolm shaw starting the first game but i do agree i think we've got three very good very interesting and very like not much known about our three center forwards that are inside between right lawson and shaw and because of that i see a lot of rotation so i'm actually going to go more to a wider player and say that telfer is going to come out with the most goals just because okay. i think he's going to play for longer more minutes
3: okay i like that okay and dan well, you stole—he stole it from me. I was gonna—I was gonna say Ryan for sure. For for almost legitimate, I was saying he's gonna play more minutes. He's he's a beast inside that box, um, you know. I, and I'm, when you start getting those corners and stuff like that, which there tends to be a lot of in some of these, you know, in Canadian league, a lot of these sort of corner corner kicks yeah he's he's just got the muscle so i, I i'm going it's a tie because i'm not i'm not acquiescing uh my my pick either I, I vote for telford and if i had to be like eddie and and insist to have two uh, you know i'm a seniority man i'm uh, you know I'm, a, I'm i'm a labor guy so seniority rules so malcolm shaw would be uh would be my number two and he he came on and he he guaranteed us so like hey listen he to malcolm yeah
1: he did in the interview guarantee was- us, but I spoke to Dylan Powley not too long ago. We've got an article <laughs> wrote up about that. And Dylan Powley, Dylan Powley wrote, that, I was talking to him and I was like, who is the most lethal player in training? And he was like describing the size of Shaw and Wright and Lawson. But he, the finishing of, of Telfer, is what stood out for him. So uh, I think that I like Eddie's bold shout uh, of Lawson. And I think that uh, if, if it comes off, I'll be buying him a beer. But uh, yeah, Telfer for me. Okay, right
0: on. I think we're going to go with Shaw. Actually, he seems like a guy who's going to get a lot. You know, uh, he's going to play cleanup. There's going to be a lot of messy goals from him. So that's so that's going to be my call there.
1: A little bit like uh, Jonathan David, actually. A lot. Of very, his, very
0: his much so. Yeah. His, like,
1: off, off, the goalkeeper Fox in the box. Exactly.
0: For, exactly. First shot blocked.
1: Sharknado. Shot
0: comes in. That's it. Sharknado. <laughs> um. Uh. So by the uh, by the end of the season, who do you think will be Ottawa's minutes leader? Who is not a goalie? Well, uh, let's go the opposite way. So
3: Dan first. Uh, I absolutely think VT is uh, – VT or Manilo is going to be the minute man for sure. I'm going to go with John. Oh, John. I'm going with Brandon John too.
2: I, I think it's going to be a defender just because midfield and forward depth is just too much, too much rotation. But defensive, I mean, we have, we have six defenders, so I don't think we're going to have a lot of rotation there. And I think John is our best center back. No hate to any of the other players. But I just think he's he's the main
1: guy I would see playing most of the games. Yeah, I agree with you completely. I don't think he's going to rotate as much. And towards the end of the Island Games, as Eddie says, I feel like he really started shining through as a player that not only had the defensive capabilities but real leadership qualities too. Uh,
0: I was going to say John as well, uh, so just be different. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm actually going to go with uh, Kapoor uh, for this for like a very similar reason. I yeah. think that those two are going to be just like the beasts in the middle at the back. Um, and I think the two of them actually um, are going to spend some time kind of bringing up uh, uh, you know, Keyshawn Ferdinand as well. I think he's going to spend a lot of time with them. But uh, yeah, I th- like for me, I think it's either John or Kapoor. But, um,
3: yeah. I thought we could do like the Manila. It's like a sort of the Michael Bradley thing where he just, he's never off. <laughs>
0: I could see that too. I could he's
2: see just that. Just never, yeah.
3: But we do have McKendree there as well. So yeah, they'll play, he'll, they'll, sure. they'll play different roles, but they'll, he'll never be off. That sort of was where I was. Oh, we'll see.
0: Um, who do you think is going to emerge at the end of the season as Ottawa's biggest rival? So we'll start back with Eddie.
1: Yeah, no I, think, I think. Well, actually, like let's let's. I'm going to start just. Because okay, like, yeah, sure, Thomas. Eddie okay. Eddie knows the Canadian Premier League better than I do as well, and you know, no, he knows the other team. So I think I want to give Eddie an extra second just okay, to be able okay. to like properly think about it because I think he. So Eddie, you got to give
0: answer. the best answer. Yeah, no like, pressure's on. on.
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna. I honestly just. I'm gonna pluck it out of the hat and I'm going to go, I think that a kind of rivalry is going to develop with Edmonton. Paulie has already come out and started like, he, he's got a point to prove. He's come out with social media saying he's super excited about playing them. And I just feel like just because of that and how involved Powley gets with supporters and stuff, I feel like, I, I don't know. I just like the ba- like, the bond I felt on the phone with him immediately. was like, I feel like getting behind him every minute and I'm going to just be, as long as he's playing well against Edmonton, I'm just going to be going in on Edmonton. So that's Edmonton for me. Okay. So Dan
0: or Eddie, I'm going to throw it to either you, Nick.
3: Yeah. So like, obviously with the, um, NASL Edmonton is the obvious sort of, you know, preemptive choice. But for me, for me, I was going to, I was going to say Halifax, you know, we, it's, it's, I know we're the two furthest Eastern teams and, uh, I, I don't know. I just think uh, last season, it, it was kind of getting chippy. And uh, I know the fans uh, on 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 Twitter were were getting pretty mouthy. So <laughs> isn't that how a rivalry is supposed to work? I like yeah. it. Right, so you Eddie.
2: said it's just for this season, right?
0: Like, by the end of this season, who do you uh, think okay. is going to
2: be, like, the biggest rival? Because rivalries usually, you know, are built off, you know, fan interaction, so away games and stuff. So obviously, many people say Forge. But I'm just trying to think of the biggest fans, you know, on social media. And I think because of that, it's either Halifax or Forge. But I'm leaning towards Forge just because they are closer to us. And we're probably going to play them a lot. And, I mean, they won the league two times. And they think they're all that. But I'm telling you right now, let it call, we're gonna We're going to beat them. And it's going to cause some rivalries for sure. Because they're arrogant. And we're pretty cocky too. Because look who our dads are. But I think I'm going Forge. <laughs> uh pretty much for the next couple seasons but again okay. anything could change it could be one bad tackle from pacific and all of a sudden we hate that team so
1: i love how eddie's come out with the my dad's bigger than your dad <laughs> <laughs> what you only got hamilton
2: as your dad come on we have Atlético madrid <laughs> that's right
0: that's right um uh i'm actually going to go with york united um i think their rebrand's been fantastic and i think they're going to get a lot more like, I think they're, like, they're really going to grow because this rebrand, I think it's been handled phenomenally. Mm. Um, and yeah, that's uh,
1: also, re- they- that's, yeah, that's a really good point. And I think their social media presence has picked up and whoever's running their social media channels is doing a really good job. So Needs a raise. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. Like everything that they've done is fantastic. And they're the closest to Ottawa. So uh, once everything's back to normal, I'm and really looking like, forward to like uh, Norway, New York. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um All right. I got one more. Um, uh, so I don't think that there's many nicknames on the team i love a good nickname uh so i I came up with three okay so this is a a bit of self-show on my part which of these do you think has the best chance of catching on okay uh so i got jordan the spider web okay uh zach verhoven has some pretty good you know hair going on so i was thinking zach for (laughs) Floven, uh and for antoine kooplin the chelsea dagger
2: well as an arsenal fan anything that has chelsea in it get it out oh. but i like jordan the spider web jordan the spider
3: web dan i think yeah. you can make a pretty cool graphic for that <laughs> funny enough funny enough i mean i i did put him on the uh the peace tower uh on a graphic on social media and that was sort of my clever way of making him. Oh, okay. Uh... Um, but yeah, no, we, I mean, we have, we had, we had Kuplin as, as the prodigy. Some, some, some person coined him the prodigy. So we, we coined, we had, we had, we had TNT Telfer because he's from TNT and he's explosive. Obviously Shaw is Sharknado for sure. Um, uh, power gloves, Obadol. Um, you know, cause he's got the, he's got the, uh, e- electronic hands that you can't rip the ball from him. Uh, and Pauly, I don't know if anyone's seen Pauly's social media, but he is ZZ top. He is the sharp dressed man for sure. Absolutely. Um, so to me, he's ZZ. Um, I got nicknames for everybody. I don't know if they're going to catch on or not, but I'm, try- I'm trying Robo to throw them out there with, with social he media, you know? Yeah. You know, but, uh. Spiderweb for Floven. I like both of them actually.
1: But. I know. I know. I know what Eddie's point about Chelsea Dagger and like hating it. But well, that's also because you got that rivalry with your dad, mate. But like Chelsea Dagger, it's it. a great name. Great, cracking British phrase and like a very good song as well so I um, didn't even
0: clue into like Chelsea FC but yeah <laughs> like I, like I'm not gonna lie that was my favorite I was more like I was most proud of that
1: Chelsea Chelsea dagger for me for sure especially if he comes up and like scores a last minute winner or something we're making a trend like the dagger 100%. to the heart like know.
0: <laughs> done. All right, guys, uh, I think that's all the questions I got for you. Thank you so much for your time. Um, but before I let you go, uh, where can people go to learn even more about you
3: and how can they get involved?
1: Going duff. I always yeah, do the so they,
3: You can You can follow us and like us on our social media at uh, CapitalCitySG. That's Twitter um YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and if uh you really want to know what's going down, you go to capitalcitysupporters.com. Uh there you can go to our shop, watch our videos, read our news articles, uh and uh figure out uh, whether or not you want to join us, which is what it's all about. So our membership is free. Uh, We postpone our Ministry of Football uh, membership, which we will get into probably in another episode at some point. Um, There's lots of ambition uh, for that, Uh, but um, so membership is free this year, sign up. We have a newsletter called the Red Card Report uh, that basically is quarterly and it gives you all the information that you really need to know uh, if you want to live under a rock for the football club. So. you know,
1: you can bat a thousand if you just sign up uh, at uh, our website. And obviously the biggest thing coming up is hopefully there's going to be some watch parties. We'll be down there. We'll be there with the flags, the pins, all this kind of stuff. Uh, please just as, uh, as comfortable as you're willing to get to me, as close as you can get to me, come say hi, come have a pint, uh, come have a soft drink, whatever you fancy. If you want to watch some football and have a chat. Uh, Eddie's our match day officer as well. So um, he will be leading chants both in the stadium and hopefully getting everyone riled up as well at the uh, at the uh, watch parties too. So, as an in-person one, just come say hi and like we will give you any info you need.